Welcome back, Supers, to another Shark Tank Shark Tank Tank Tales uh, interview episode here on the Joe Pardo Show. Uh, today, we have not one, not two, not, well, not three. But we have three. He total. I can't count. It's the end of the, I've been up since 4 a.m. Uh, we got three entrepreneurs that have been in the Shark Tank on, oh, man, what episode? What, uh, I should have looked that up. Season what 13, episode? episode 23, man. <laughs> ding, ding. There you go. Yeah. Thank you for filling in. Looking out. Uh, <laughs> we have the founders of Chill and Real, which I think was a really interesting uh, concept. It kind of I'm not a fisherman kind of person, um, but I think for somebody like me who can't sit in a boat and like rock back and forth and do that, you know, on the ocean or, or sea kind of thing, uh, I, I could definitely see getting into doing that more, where you just have the line and and your uh, and your drink, uh, beverage of choice with you so um without further ado let's let's jump right in with uh the first question what was your relationship with shark tank prior to getting to be on shark tank jacob we'll start with you then chase and then chris yeah uh i had watched shark tank uh from about season one to five religiously and then after that it was just you know, every every once in a while, if it was on, I was watching it, and I was watching reruns all the time. Uh, so that's that's kind of where I was with it. Uh, n- not not a uh, a hardcore uh, Shark Tank guy after about season five because life just caught up with me. Uh, but I still I loved watching every episode and rewatched a lot of them. I love it, Chase. What was your what was your relationship? Yeah, so kind of like that, you know, I definitely watched it a lot growing up. Uh, I've always, you know, kind of I felt like had the spirit of an entrepreneur in me uh, ever since I was, you know, 12 years old. Uh, I mean, I was helping my dad mow, mow yards, you know, and just wanted to make my own money uh, and seeing people go in front of those, you know, billionaires, millionaires and p- pitching their products. So it was very inspiring and it always just seemed like a, oh man that'd be an awesome thing you know how incredible would that be and to say that we've made it you know we've been in front of those sharks it's it's incredible um so my relationship with shark tank you know like i said i just kind of watched it growing up was always inspired by it um and it's still it's a surreal thing to say that i'm now you know shark tank entrepreneur that that is awesome so chris what was your relationship with shark tank kind of the same i watched it from uh early on uh for a lot of seasons i don't know how yeah probably about same as jake maybe six or seven seasons um during the first part or during that period i had my own business uh as well so i was sort of uh benchmarking you know, and, and I had worked with some other clients as well, so you kind of benchmark what the sharks say versus kind of what real life is and how they're value, valuing things and and businesses. So it's it's it was as a business person, I've I've sort of always enjoyed the show and and sort of fell off, I guess, a little bit too. Watched it off and on, you know, from there, and then um, of course, you know, once we got the call, watched, you know, had to binge watch every, every single season, but. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's uh, it, it does seem to go uh, like that where I, I'm, I'm actually in the same boat. Uh, when I left my family's business, I binge watched the first six seasons, uh, like while working out and ever like any time I had chance to watch anything, I was watching Shark Tank. And then then I went and took action because I did. I, you know, I, my time 
for for doing all that rant, you know, started to dwindle dry, and I started to have the ideas of what I wanted to do moving forward, and that turned into okay, I don't have time to, you know, sit around and watch shows like literally at all, um, and and then it, I didn't come back to like season ten. And then only a couple of episodes, and then, you know, until I started doing the channel here, that's when I really started, you know, mowing through them. And um, and, I, and I think you make a great point about the, you know, the not that they don't have business experience, but, like, the real world versus what the TV portrayal of real world is. Kind of like, like actual police work versus, like, watching Law & Order. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's like they're both yeah. doing the same thing, kind of. But it, you know, the reality is different than the you know dramatization of it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's 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 interesting, you know, watching it from afar and kind of making your judgments on it, and and uh, even saying things like, "Ah, oh, I'd never go on Shark Tank." They, you know, those guys get ripped off, or you know, whatever things like that. And then <laughs> you know, your perception afterwards ends up being. Similar but different, right? But, yeah. yeah, I mean, well, hey, look, I mean, every deal has to go through its uh, due diligence, and and that's when you know, oh, I don't actually own the patent, or oh, I I didn't actually invent this thing, I, you know, I, I found it, or somebody, you know, is licensing the thing. In fact, I just did the the episode on Zips uh, wine, and he kind of do do like totally through. Uh, the the Copa Divino guy under the bus was like he don't actually own the patent on that. That's he's got it from a dude in France. So you know that we went to oh, yeah. it was like here's yeah. ours. Do we infringe on your patent? And they were like, yeah, no, this is different than ours. Oh wow, yeah, yeah it's great. It's crazy, crazy. Yeah. Uh, but things like that shake out because that's you know that's <laughs> the uh, the the producers can only do so much and uh, will only do so much because they you know they want good TV too. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's definitely plenty of diligence along the way, you know, of of you know, the kind of things you you have to, you know, kind of spell everything out to them. But I could see how some things could slip through, and or they let them slip through. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of like uh, well, American Idol, where they let the bad singers go through because it right. you know makes good TV too, yeah. right? Right. Um, right. So, so how, how did well, how did you find out that you want you wanted to go on Shark Tank? Did they reach out to you guys, or did you did you apply? Actually, he's not on right now. <laughs> uh, Chase Chase was uh, was telling me, "Man, we need to go on Shark Tank. We need to go on Shark Tank." And I said, "Man, just apply. You know, that's that's such a far out deal. That's not going to happen." Well, he he applies. And after about a month or two, go ahead. Now you're back. You can tell the story since you're back. Okay. Um, wait. Sorry, I was exiting out. What was the What was the question? It was about how did we How did we get on Shark Tank? What was the first steps? And um, you know, honestly, in a lot of you know a lot of things like this, the the hardest step is just the first one. And. <laughs> I was just kind of sitting at their ha- at the house one day, drinking a few beers, and just said, "You know what? Let's see what happens." And just went online and applied, and uh, you know, just not thinking anything of it, thinking that we had a cool product. You know, we'd sold you know quite a few to friends and family and a lot in uh, the Oklahoma you know area. And a few months later, me and me and Dad were down in Shreveport, uh, Louisiana, working uh, the state fair down there, and you know, it was a it was a slow day and. I was just checking my email and I got an email from a producer and just went, 
they want to talk to us. <laughs> and that's that's how it started, man. Um, you know, just I spruced it up a little bit. You know, I said that you know I'm, we're a fun family business, and I mean that's what we are. And we just <laughs> we happened to be one of the ones that they that they came across because. Uh, you know, when, when they were talking to us, I mean, there's, you know, tens and tens of thousands of applications, you know, that have to come through and, uh, just, you know, my beer goggle writing, I guess, got us through. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, I mean that, so, so that, that's awesome. So once you found out that you were going to be on the show, uh, how did you start to prepare your pitch and balance? Cause I mean, obviously it's a ton, not only just paperwork and, and hoops and meetings with producers and things, but you know balancing preparing all that with your your lives and this you know this budding business Who wants well to, you, oh. go ahead Chris. oh yeah yeah, yeah. chris yeah <laughs> well i mean it's it's something where you can't not right i mean it's it's you you get the invitation and you can't not do all the things that they're asking you to do so um you know i i sort of uh took the whip and uh and started that you know here's okay here's what we got to do fellas and uh you know as far as the pitch goes there was i think that was a bit of a iterative process a little bit chase since he's sort of ends up being the stand-up carny guy for us at (laughs) at these trade shows he did sort of a first pass i uh you know used you know whatever kind of gussied up lose my advertising background or whatever to gussy it up a little bit and then we kind of got that going but we're in different places. That that was probably the biggest challenge for us is that I live in Austin. These guys live in uh, Sand Springs, Oklahoma, but also I think um, maybe Chase mentioned before, he spends a lot of his summer in Destin selling chilling reels as well, Destin, Florida. So we had to do this thing, you know, where we're not together and, and figure out the pitch and we can practice the pitch over Zoom. Um, so that was that was probably one of the one of the bigger challenges, but you know, um, going through all the all the hoops and steps, it's a very detailed process where you got to just, you know, look close and pay attention to detail and just kind of get stuff done. You know. Yeah. No. I, I mean, it, it definitely is an intensive uh, process, and and you know, and that added weight of not being in the same place to be able to pitch or to work on your pitch at the same time. I know I've talked to. Uh, others that were ran into the problem of like with zoom there's a, a delay you know there, there's a slight delay so working out certain you know depending on what your pitch is like uh <laughs> it, it, it can be kind of difficult i know uh my my solution to that was that you should like rec- well in the case of two people not necessarily three people record your video so that you can practice in real time with that like without the delay because that's where it's like oh if you're like I, you say one word, then I say the next word, and then, you, like I said, chill and real. That would have been such <laughs> a good idea. If- that would have helped so much. Why <laughs> yeah, did we do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We weren't that smart. Clearly, we weren't that smart. But, yeah, because ours was really choreographed. I mean, we, we had to be talking together and, and playing off each other, and there's a point where I, you know, toss a beer to Chase. And, so uh, I mean, we, we just really had to be in sync. So before we, you know, when we actually taped our actual – video that we did i both those guys were in both jake and chase were in destin i flew to them and we, we actually taped it together but all the practice stuff happened via zoom yeah uh, fun fun fact about that destin trip 
So me and dad were actually down there to sponsor this uh, kayak tournament uh, down in Destin. And we had drove 13 hours. And right when we had pulled into town, the guy calls us and says, hey, hope you're not too far away from home. There's a tropical storm coming in and we've got to move it back. And this was also a week that, you know, we had to have, you know, the three of us together and, you know, Uncle Chris is in Austin, five, hour, five, six hours or so away from where we live. So, you know, that normally isn't a problem, except for this weekend, you know, we happen to be 13, 14 hours away. So he had to hop on a plane and fly to Destin uh, for a tournament that never even happened. <laughs> oh, that's that that that's heartbreaking. Considering how, like, it's you know, considering it's not like an hour drive or <laughs> yeah. something. Yeah, it was know, a long local. trip. <laughs> it was. This was before you know we had a real good calendar of shows and our online marketing stuff, you know, really going. So at the time, you know, we were still balling on a budget. So it was three of us in a small hotel room for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> So let's fast forward to uh, you guys are getting ready to walk down uh, down the hallway and and how are you guys all feeling about the uh, about you know about your pitch and your 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 chances? I mean, you you know you went in wanting what was it three hundred thousand for ten percent? Uh huh. Right. Um. How, well, actually, before you get there, like how how did you come up with that valuation out of the gate? Uh. Well, we had we had talked to a, a couple of different people and uh and or i had talked to them and they had told us with everything that that we were uh we were paying ourselves along with you know the gross that we had made and the percentage that we were spending on advertising as a young company you you know they kind of gave me a formula and then went on to explain that if your numbers are right, and I was like, well, they are. I've, I've had them prepared. And they, they said, well, then, then we would value, value your company at $3.1 million. And okay, well, and my deal personally, when we went on, I was like, I just want a shark. You know, if I could get one for, you know, 10% for 100000 I would have jumped on it. But then... Uh, talking to some other people, they were like, oh, don't go in way under value or they'll think something's up. You better go in at a pretty straightforward value. Uh, and so that's that's kind of where, where I was like, well, okay, I guess that's what I'll have to do then. And uh, so that's, that's kind of where we got our numbers at. No, I, I think that, I mean, it makes sense, especially if you're willing to actually negotiate and not be like, well, I, I you know, we could do 12%. And they're like, well, I, I, you know, we were more like talking like 20 or 25. Uh, yeah, you don't, you don't want to undervalue and, and cause the odds are not, they're not going to bid up. The odds are not in your favor that they'll bid up. It will, it will bid down way before it will ever bid up. Um, and that, and, and so I, I think, I think that's a, a strong, um, I think it's a strong position to, to be at because, I mean, we all know that they don't like 5% deals and even 10% is kind of iffy, especially when you're in that 300000 I mean, the higher you know dollar value you go up, the less likely you are to, to get that deal. But um, so going down the uh, the hallway, what, what are you guys feeling? Uh, Chris, why don't you, you lead off here? 
Well, uh, I was kind of drugged up. <laughs> I, I was having, that's when we, we taped last summer, I was having severe, I had a herniated disc and I was having severe sciatica. And uh, in fact, the, the flight to LA was just the most excruciating trip that I've ever been on in my life. So I had uh, non-narcotic pain meds and, uh, and I was drugged up. I mean, that whole day when we were waiting to, to go on, these guys will tell you, I mean, I was, I was just like foggy headed and, and I had to ask these guys several times after we taped, like, did, did we talk about this or that or whatever? Cause I don't, I don't remember much. So I was pretty foggy headed. I do have memories of it, but, but, uh, my biggest thing was, I think, um, you know, we were, as we were sitting and just kind of getting ready to go out there, I had a cheat, I probably still have it somewhere, a cheat sheet of uh, just all the stuff I had gone through and pulled all the questions, a bunch of different questions that they always ask, same, and, and some that they don't always ask, but they, you know, and I had written out the answers and we kind of each had our own, you know, divvied off, you'll answer this, I'll answer that, that sort of thing. So I was studying that pretty religiously, especially because I had a lot of the business questions um, before we went in, just hoping that my brain would be clear enough to answer. <laughs> no, I, I love the fact that you prepared which question, like who would answer which questions ahead of time. Um, because, you know, there's sometimes you, you, you almost get that feel like, cause especially because they're taking an hour, hour plus and editing it down. Like one person like never got to talk or said like they were in the pitch, but then all like maybe they said like five words or something. He's <laughs> the final cut. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we have it. I like I said, I, I, I do have still, still in my backpack. I keep it here for, for just kind of, yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's a whole, still here. <laughs> ah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Jacob, how are, how are you feeling going down the, uh, the hallway there? Uh, well, I'm, I'm not the best speaker in this whole group. Uh, and while we were practicing, I was always screwing up my lines and I was just a nervous wreck that I was going to go out there and forget and lock up. I mean, I think there was one or two people uh, in the episodes we had watched in the past that just locked up or or just couldn't. And, and I could just see that being me. <laughs> and, and I was uh, just please don't mess up. Please don't mess up. And if we hit our pitch and everything goes deal or no deal, if 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 we go out and do everything we can do, I'm I'm happy. If I screw up, I'm gonna regret it for the rest of my life. <laughs> How about you, Chase? Man, I was confident. Uh, at the end of the day, I think that we had the perfect team going in there. Uh, between, you know, Uncle Chris, he's the numbers guy. He's the guy that, I mean, he got us to the tank. You know, I might have gotten a little buzzed and applied, but Chris <laughs> knew every in and out of, you know, all the all the financial things that we had to get done to make it to the tank. Dad is the blue-collar fireman that people just love, the inventor of the product, and I'm just the Tommy Boy comical salesman. I mean, I'm the guy that sits back, you know, I've never seen myself as the hero, but I'm the guy in the back that makes fun of the hero's shirt, you know, and that's who, that's who we had going in there. So we had a perfect response. 
for everything. And I mean, I also had, you know, DMX blasting in my headphones, you know, on the way to the studio. So That's I was piece. ready to go. <laughs> so, I mean, I was confident. Yeah, I was, it was, it was pretty nerve wracking. Um, I mean, it's the biggest moment of our lives, you know, what's to worry about. It's only your future. Um, <laughs> but I think we killed it, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we had, we'd practiced, we were ready for it. You know what we knew what we were getting into. And I mean, I'm happy with what we did. I'm very happy with how it all ended up. As as you should be. I mean, just to get to the tank and then also to have it um, air at all is, you know, a huge accomplishment. Because, uh, I mean, obviously not everybody does get the air and not everybody fakes it, you know, there, period. We didn't um, think we were going to, by the way, Joe. We, we, no? We, no. Well, we were second to last episode of the season. So uh, I mean, we, yeah. we were, I mean, you know, we, we taped in whenever that was, July of last year, and then we're and so we're waiting almost a year to, yeah. until we aired. And we, you know, every every week we're just kind of waiting for to find out if, we, if we're going to air or not. And of course, I'm kind of the weirdo analytics guy, and I had figured out I'd look, oh, I'd look at previous seasons and going, okay, with our with our blend of sharks, you know, they they had six episodes last season, and so they only have six episodes this season. And so I'm checking the box, okay, how many have they had so far this season? And they had their six, right? And so I'm like, well, crap, we're not, it's not going to happen. And uh, and so I had totally thought, you know, it, it was not going to happen. And uh, and then I think, well, I, I'm not sure when Chase dropped off. Jake, I think, dropped off. The day we got notified that we were going to air, I think that's when he 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 dropped off, and I I had already I think the week prior said no, oh, it's not going to happen, and so Jake calls me, uh, at like nine o'clock central, calls me and he's all giddy on the phone. He goes, "We got on," and I thought I totally <laughs> thought he was prank calling me because I've never heard Jake with this kind of high pitched giddy voice before, <laughs> and he's like, "We got on, we got on." I'm like, shut up! You're, you're pulling my. You know, I was cleaning the kitchen. I hadn't. I didn't. Wasn't looking at my phone or anything. No, no, we got on. I'm like, <laughs> look at your phone. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, we got on. So yeah, we we had written it off, but yeah, I you thought know, he was drunk calling me. That is a that is a I mean a key point that I mean people that watch this show know uh, that you know you don't find out for I think it's three weeks prior to airing, and when you're the last you know in the last like. F- bottom five episodes or last five episodes it's a long time from when you recorded i mean the season started in october from october to may you know you're just checking your phone every friday like Mm -hmm. so (laughs) it's tough it's tough well what's funny though too is like we like chase was saying we we were we felt really good even though we didn't get a deal you know so there was you know you're kind of bummed about that that sort of thing but we felt great about the experience in the tank you know we're drinking beer with the sharks we're having a good time everybody's laughing you know and then and so then it's like we're going god it's gonna it's definitely gonna air right it's gonna it is it's gonna air (laughs) and then we you know and then we totally wrote it off and so you these emotional highs and lows were just ridiculous oh it was a roller coaster it was like an absolute roller coaster man but we finished on the top part of the roller coaster. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all that matters. You know, I, I was saying, you know, for, for months, you know, we did too good 
not to not to air. We had them laughing too much to not to air. I mean, we were too dadgum lovable to not <laughs> air. I mean, <laughs> like, if they don't air us, ABC just doesn't like good TV. But they aired us, so ABC <laughs> obviously likes good TV. <laughs> well, the, I mean, there, so I don't know if you guys realize this, but in season 12... There was an episode from season eleven that they aired, where the, you you know you could tell because the the sharks were all on top of each other, and mm. uh, and and so you know those co- that company went a whole like year and a half before they ever got to you know air. Yeah, I probably uh, I, thought they were never going to get the air. Oh, I wouldn't. Be, I, oh my goodness, uh, that well, was yeah, a nerve wracking thing. <laughs> well, and that's other because we you know we we're friends with some of the other uh, Shark Tank companies now too, but you know some of them. That went applied several years in a row, or or didn't get on and had click and, and carry. She she yeah, seven seven yeah. yeah yeah she she cl- yeah, yeah. seven times uh, applied yeah, to be right. on the show. So, I mean, it could have been worse. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, it could always be worse. Yeah. Could always she be. Just worse. needed a little bit of that liquid confidence on the keyboard, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so. Uh, when you when so you you did get offers though, yeah. Right. Uh, so to walk me through the thought process there as far as uh, like why the because the offer that was given up was the three hundred thousand from Robert three hundred thousand for ten percent and a two dollar royalty in perpetuity. Which yeah, I don't blame me for not wanting to take that one. <laughs> uh, but you know, countering back with with fifteen percent, and then he comes back with thirty five percent. Thirty five percent. Yeah, that that was. Uh, I mean, we had we had our plan when we went in, and I knew I knew what we were going to go to, uh, and and twenty percent was was there. That was that was really it. Thirty five percent was just. I mean. Like I said on the show, you're cutting my throat, man. You know, <laughs> uh, it it just that would kill us. You know, so we didn't we didn't want to go that that deep in uh, with him. I mean, and I mean, it just it just the evaluation wasn't there. So. That was yeah, it. the perpetuity thing. You know, it's it's weird because you know Robert doesn't always show that that greedy side, but uh, it seemed pretty apparent, especially when he wasn't able to walk it back. I I mean, I could I could get behind him wanting his three hundred thousand dollars back or something, you know, or or, or uh, some kind of multiple of that, and and it, you know maybe walking it down to like a, a buck uh, a, a chilling reel. Um, and, and just so he gets, I don't know, whether it's 600,000 or 400,000, 500,000, 450, um, and, and that being, you know, on the right side of good, but yeah, $2 forever in perpetuity. Like, is he going to go out to these shows? Is he going to yeah. you know, be, be hawking yeah. them? I, I don't Well, technically, don't so. technically he said, as long as we're having good times. And since then, I've been like, okay, so if the company goes under, does that mean we don't have to pay you anymore? <laughs> or, or how about this? The minute we sign off, we go, man, it ain't fun no more. I'm not having a good time. Yeah, not having fun. I think the bottom line is that, you know, we're three guys that were, I mean, aside from Chris, because Chris has experience in this, 
me, dad, Chris, we're pretty much just winging it, you know, just like, let's see what happens. And the fact that we did 1.6 million in sales in the timeline that we did from pretty much just waking up every day, winging it, you know, we're going to do these shows, we're going to advertise this way. And, you know, the Sharks mainly had a problem with how much we had spent in advertising. And if they couldn't help us with our return on ad spend, I mean, then what's the point of us being there anyways? You know, if we're three random guys, they could still, I mean, how many companies come out and, you know, turn out, you know, profit in their first year, you know, like we did. And if they couldn't help, you know, get us a better, you know, return on ad spend, then, you know, at the end of the day, what are we even doing there? You know, I think that if we just had, you know, if we had a redneck on the Shark Tank, you know, crew, if we had Jeff Foxworthy or Kid Rock up there or something like that, you know, we would have gotten an offer. But none of them could really just wrap their heads around the product. You know, Damon, we've been told, you know, oh, Damon's the fisherman. Damon's the fisherman. If you get on Shark Tank, Damon's the fisherman. And even Damon, I just remember him looking at it the entire time going, you know, I just can't wrap my head around it. And it's because he didn't have that redneck inside of him, you know, <laughs> like good old dad did here down in Florida because, you know, he packed a dozen rods with him when we went to the beach, but the beach was too crowded. And when you want to fish, you're going to find a way to do it. And that's what we're doing. You know, we're not selling like like we said in our pitch, we're not selling you something to catch a marlin. Don't overthink it, man. We're selling you a koozie that you can fish with like good times that's it and i don't know they just two city boys didn't get it they just didn't get it <laughs> well so if i'm if i'm giving them a benefit of the doubt i didn't get it either <laughs> so <laughs> but even uh, you've caught fish on them now i mean I and it's a good time and it's a I good have. time <laughs> it is a good time i have had a good time but i i you know it's like i've told you know, Chase and Jake, you know, many times I've sort of told this story where I, I, when Jake was telling me about his invention, I thought, oh, that's neat. He's going to, you guys will be great. You'll sell it at the fairs and the shows and whatever, and it'll be, it'll be good for you. But it wasn't until I actually recognized and saw when they got some local press in, in uh, Tulsa and just sold a ton of these things in a, over a two day period because they're on the morning news. Um, that I just, and their website crashed and you know, all the stuff happened, right? That I went, oh, wow, there really is a target audience for this thing. This <laughs> really has a, a fit. <laughs> and uh, and so that's what did it for, you know. So I, I would think, though, to your point, Chase, that if they saw the numbers, they saw that there was, there was a lot of people buying these things, that it would have clicked for them. But, you know, I... Like I say, it shows we're just selling good times. I can't make you have one, you know. <laughs> you know. No, I, Sorry, I, I, man. I love the I love the attitude, Chase. I, you know, I think that when, uh, you know, it's funny. I actually just did a video because uh, on Facebook, Barbara Corcoran showed her like her page of like the eight questions that she asks, and yeah, I, in in my video, I'm like, it doesn't talk about the customer at all. It, mm-hmm. You know, the closest thing was like, what's the what's going to hook the customer? But who is the customer? That to me is like the most number one important thing. And what I love about mm-hmm. what you guys are doing is, like, you you brought up Jeff Foxworthy who in, in, uh, invested in the Hillbilly brand like way back in season two or three, 
or something like that. But that's just a brand of clothing. Like that's just a literally a logo, right? Yeah. Um, and then you're pl- you're placing it on hopefully high quality products, et cetera, and you're bringing the party to get it going. But the difference here is is, is this is an actual product. Like this is an mm-hmm. actual like product that's not just a, a logo on a on a shirt or a hat or a whatever you put the logo on and um and you're also at the same time bringing the brand power of that at the like at the same time so um so that's that's what i, I really admire about it because it's not just a product and it's not just a brand but it's it's both in in congruent and you got and chase you you're definitely uh great at selling i mean I'm, again i'm not a fisherman at all like but it just seems like it would be a thing to do to just stand out in the water and 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 do it you know, it's it's crazy. I get told, you know, quite a bit, you know, after I do my little sales pitch at these shows, people go, man, you are just the, the long haired and I normally have a lot more facial hair. Unfortunately, I recently uh, went up a little too high, so I had to shave my mustache off. <laughs> uh, so I'm normally a long haired mustache redneck and people go, dude, you just look like the perfect guy to sell this product. <laughs> and the thing is, you know, I love it. I, I'm on the road a lot. I miss a lot of things, but I love it, man. Uh, one of the th- one of the things I will never forget: uh, a few years ago, back when me and Dad, you know, back when Chill and Real was first starting up, uh, me and Dad spent the summer down in Destin a couple years ago when we were selling them out of our backpacks. You know, we would go down to the harbor, we would you know pitch out a line, catch a fish. Somebody'd see us catch a fish, we'd sell a couple out of our backpack. And there was this guy that came up to me and he says, hey, man, let me buy you a beer real quick. You know, my little six-year-old girl just caught her first fish ever, and she caught it on the chilling reel I just got from me an hour ago. And, you know, she was just an adorable little five, six-year-old girl that, you know, just caught her first fish ever. And, you know, that's, that's one of those core memories. And the fact that I can sell a product where a six-year-old girl can have just as much fun with it as the drunk uncle at the cookouts like i mean the sky's the limit man (laughs) well uh, i think the good point there especially and the smart thing that these guys did uh early on and even i think when when uh, the prototyping was happening that jake was doing jake you can talk about that but was just getting in front of actual people and actual customers and hearing them say, you know, what is that? How can I buy it? Or, you know, how much, how much is it testing some, doing some price testing just out there, you know, on the wall, in their back, out of their backpacks. Um, all that just getting face to face with customers is really, I think one of the big reasons that we were able to be, to translate that success into when, you know, when I stepped in and was able to do the, all the launch the e-commerce business, um, it's because of you know the, that understanding of the customer, and well, frankly, these two guys are our target audience too, so that helps. <laughs> you know, they say do what you love, and Dad Gummit, I love drinking beer and fishing. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I well, I, and you know, because I could, I could definitely see where they. Um, you know, because I think sometimes the sharks get in their head that everything has to be able to sell itself on the shelf by itself without a lot of demonstration. And I could see where, you know, if you're not putting it in a 
maybe a tackle shop or a you know a bait shop where it's like if you had it in like on the boardwalk or something like here in like you know the Jersey Shore, uh, I, I could see where people wouldn't necessarily get it just by looking at it unless you had like a video playing of people just hanging out and having fun right above like the display of Ooh. children reels. So you know, it, I, to me, I, I could see where the the sharks could get that like like kind of sometimes get that stuck in their head that like. Oh, this doesn't necessarily because it doesn't, you know, to, to your point, it's a, it's a koozie, right? And it has like this wart thing on the side, you know, <laughs> on the side of it. Like, okay, well, you know, that could be anything. I don't know what that is unless you show me. Oh, now I know how to use it. Oh, wow, that like that's an experience now. And and how, how much are the chilling reels? Uh, on our website, they're fourteen ninety five. There you go. For fourteen ninety five, I can start having fun with my friends. Like that. That's yeah, a a pretty low absolutely. bar of entry. Right. And, and I can keep my, my drink uh, of choice uh, cool. So, th- I, you know, right. I, I think it, it, it makes sense as as people get to know what it is, because, it, you know, it's just it's just one of those things that grows on top of itself on its upon itself as people get that recognition of like this isn't just a, a koozie with a thing on the side of it. Right. Um, so so, you, you know, so you guys uh, end up passing up on Robert. You're walking out of the tank. Anybody feel? I mean, uh, clearly Chris was doped up, so he probably wasn't feeling that much <laughs> of anything. But who who is anybody feeling regret or um, a- anything like that? Uh, yeah, I was I was kind of I was kind of shocked because I thought I thought going in I thought they're going to fight over this. That was that was my thought. You know, we've had five bazillion people tell us at every show, you guys need to get on Shark Tank. Those sharks will eat this up. They will love this, you know. And, I mean, we've heard that forever. And, I mean, ever since we've had the product, it's a Shark Tank product. And whenever we walked out, I was like, man, they they just didn't get it. They just didn't, they couldn't comprehend it. And I think that that was the biggest. I don't know that there was any regret. I walked out and I told both of these guys, I said, whether we get on the show or not, hey, you guys did a great job. I said, everything went as good as it could go. And I'm just happy to be a part of it. (laughs) Yeah, I was definitely, I was definitely upset. Um, you know, whenever I first found out that we were making it on, I just, I was stoked. I was so excited to be in front of them because, you know, kind of like what dad said, I thought they were going to be fighting over it. And after it was over, just, you know, leaving without a deal, I was, you know, it's like got hit in the gut, just was not feeling happy at all uh, about it. And then, you know, we fast forward you know, a year later after we've aired and all these people are walking by my booth going, man, you guys did the right decision. They were too greedy. You all got an awesome product. You know, you guys rock. So, you know, at the time, I obviously wanted to end things with being best friends with Mark Cuban and sipping Mai Tais in Mexico with him. But (laughs) now one of the things that I tell people is, you know, when they walk by, hey, y'all were on Shark Tank, and I was like, you know, yeah, yeah, we were, and, oh, you didn't get a deal, did you? I say, no, you know, what I tell people is, yeah, you know, we got an offer, we caught a shark, but we threw him back in the water, you know, wasn't good enough for us, <laughs> so, you know, I I love it, man, you know, we caught a shark, threw him back in the water, 
you know, just because Kevin O'Leary didn't like us, America did. And <laughs> at the end of the day, that's what matters. You know, he's Canadian anyway, isn't he? <laughs> oh, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. At least I, I think yeah, I'm never, sure he's Canadian, isn't he? I don't know. I, do. I don't know where he's from, but I can guarantee that guy's never baited a hook in his life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Quebec, Montreal. Yep, yep, that's uh, that's him. Yep. So uh, yeah, that's probably that is probably why. Um, <laughs> he holds his pole and says, "Can you can you put the worm on?" Yeah. <laughs> look, I, I mean, look, I, 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 I guilty. I'm, I am that guy. I, uh, but, but I, I just great. It's insult just the not host, something. Chase. It's, all good. it's all good. It's not an insult at all. It, it isn't. It isn't. Because look, I, I think it's important to own where you, what you are, and who you, you know, what, what you have. And I just didn't. I mean, I grew up going. Actually, I think maybe. Maybe when I was a kid, I went fishing, like fly fishing, I think like once or twice with my dad. And, and uh, maybe I paid, I don't recall. I was, <laughs> I was below the age of six, so I don't know. Uh, it's all right. You I probably baited the hook, though. Yeah. After six, uh, I was like, yeah, no, nah, I ain't doing that. <laughs> but, but I have been fishing a bunch of times. Just not. It's just not my thing. But, uh, but I, you know, anyway, the... You know, I, I I think it is important that you you did um, you guys stayed true to yourselves and stayed true to stuck to your guns as far as like yeah we we didn't give up thirty five percent even though a lot of deals end up especially with Robert they end up falling through anyway um, but maybe his thirty five percent wouldn't have went fell through because he would have been like yeah you know it's not that's not such a bad deal on my part to 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 get that you know maybe if he had signed over at twenty percent he would have been like yeah. I'll get back to you. you know? <laughs> but hey, TV is forever. Reruns are That's forever. Right. But yeah, you guys did such a great job, left such a great impression. Um, so knowing all that, going into the the episode and finding out, you know, obviously like three weeks before the episode airs, uh, what would tell me about your 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 party? Did you guys have a viewing party? Did you get together? What what would you guys do? Yeah, we we were in Tula. Yeah, you know, I'm in Austin. They're in Tulsa area, so they had a pretty big party and which I'll, they'll tell you about i had a small one at my house uh here in austin so had a had just you know some family and friends that were over that was from and they can tell you about theirs but for me uh my my biggest concern i think all of our biggest concern was the edit you know as we knew that we knew our experience we knew we had a good time we knew it was fun but we also know and had heard stories about bad bad edits you know and they are they going to make us out to look like a bunch of bumbling idiots. So is it going to be, is it going to come off good? I personally was a little concerned because, um, you know, you've, I'm sure you've, you've heard of the stare down when you, once you walk out there, they don't, you know, they don't start taking yeah, that yeah, away. Yeah. You stand there for a little bit. Right. Um, well, I, I was pretty nervous once we hit that ground. And like I said, I was a little drugged up too. And all of a sudden my, I, I, my lips started shaking. Like I was like nervous shaking. Once we, once we got going, it was fine. But uh, but I was nervous. I was concerned that they were going to have some close up of my lip, my nervous <laughs> lip shaking, and it was going to show up as like crying on the air or some some. So I'm like all freaked out about that kind of stuff. <laughs> but uh, that was our party. It was it was it was fun. It was good. It was a great time. We had a I had because I'm again the nerd. I had a screen next to the TV that had our website analytics, so we could watch and see what happens during the airing of the show. So that that was fun too. But. 
then these guys had their show. Ours was a little bigger. <laughs> it was, uh, so we thought it was going to be about 50 people, and we went up to the golf course, and and we thought 50 people will be there, and it ended up being about 200, uh, you know, uh, and it, it was it was hard to watch uh, because there were so many people, and people were talking, and, and I actually didn't really see the uh, episode until a few days later because I'm, I mean, I was trying to watch it, but I'm not good. I'm pretty hard of hearing anyway. And with all the people, I couldn't hear anything that was being said. And for the next few days, probably three, I was filling orders all day, every day and never had a chance to watch it. So it took, you know, four or five days (laughs) before I actually got to sit down and watch the episode. Uh, but it was, once again, it was, it was still, it was a good time, a lot of fun. Uh, news crew came out and, and, and videoed at the, the watch party and, and just, it was a great time. Yeah. Uh, so the day that we filmed, I was ready to, you know, punch through a brick wall. The day that we were coming on TV, I threw up about five times before uh, before it came on. I was so nervous because, um, yeah, you know, like Chris said, it com- comes down to the edit, and I I was so much more nervous the day that it was getting aired than the day that we filmed. And just like that, I honestly still to this point, I think I've only watched the episode. I watched it, you know, at our watch party, and then one other time later that night uh, whenever I got home and that was it because uh, at the watch party you know it's just kind of a surreal moment like this this that's not me that's not me up there you know that's that's not chilling real up there um, so yeah I didn't really get to take it all in at that moment uh, just kind of I just blacked out really at the moment it just so surreal just that's that's not us and yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> that's that that was my watch party experience. Just I, walking through like this is a dream. This isn't really happening. <laughs> I mean, to Jake's point, I I hate watching stuff with other people because, especially like in those, because I've been to like watch parties for people that have been on TV and stuff, and uh, it, it it's super annoying because like I you know they'll they'll like talk quieter in this episode and like I can't hear what they're saying. Mm-hmm. I want to. I want to know. Like, it, you know, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like watching the Super Bowl at this point. I just want to watch it at home by myself. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't really want other people around because they're all talking during the game instead of you know, and then not talking during the commercials. And I'm like, I could care less for, for the most part for the commercials. So I just, I just want to see the game, and I want to mm-hmm. hear what they're saying and and all that. And so, so yeah, I I, uh, I definitely uh, resonate with you, Jake, on that. And uh, and it's a good problem to have there to have to you know not be. Being able to watch it for a couple of days because you're busy, you know, packing orders. Oh yeah. The main thing I wanted to hear was what they said after we left, mm. uh, because you know, I for the most part I know how it went. You know, I was there, but <laughs> I just wanted to see what they said after we left, and to see Kevin O'Leary get bleeped out, say, "Yeah, that was a real piece of, sh-. you know, gotta respect <laughs> their sales, but it's a piece of, sh-, man." So. 
fun fact, we're actually about to go to Vegas here in a little bit for uh, this Shark Tank reunion. One of the, you know, they're filling, they're making this yearbook, and one of the questions was, if you were stuck on an island with a shark, which one would it be? And I said, Kevin, uh-huh. for the sole purpose that I could use the chilling reel to catch food, to just make, to be that petty, <laughs> like, hey, the thing that you called a piece of crap is saving our lives right now. <laughs> You're welcome. That's a good welcome. To turn Because <laughs> I'm that I petty, just, man. <laughs> just to I, fact check, though, Chase, because you know you can go back and look now. I know you've only watched it once. You said since thing. He didn't say he didn't get bleeped. He did say crap. Oh no! At the very end, I promise you, we can watch it together. He, okay, we'll he watch was it. Bleeped. Together. He was bleeped after <laughs> we walked out. I don't think he was. But we'll go back and we'll watch it together. I'll bet you a dollar. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) This is how it works with us, Joe. uh, (laughs) Gotta love a family business, man. I I live a family business. That's what this hat's from. And and there's a ton of hats from the other businesses behind me. Uh, But uh, so, no, I, 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 yeah. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, I know about the uh, the reunion. I don't know when the reunion is. I didn't get my invite yet, but you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, was that nice? We talked about that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Eh, it we didn't. We're not talking about when. So anyway, talk about sometime, what? Everybody's yeah, exactly. There's a thing, and it's not happening. So anyway, um, <laughs> so since so since airing, uh, because now it's been a little while, right? Because it's, it's been all summer. How's business been going, uh, and what's the future of Chillin' Real looking like? Uh, I'll take the first part of that. Oh, yeah, I'll take the first part of that. Um, you know, you, you you never know, you know, what kind of opportunities come from this outside of just straight up consumer sales, right? So there's there's of course we've had you know big hit uh, when it first aired, and we got a rerun over the summer. So those sorts of things really kind of hit and drive sales, and and I and um, one thing I will say is that we, you know, we do feel, absolutely feel fortunate to have been on the show and been aired because we got hit. And you're probably familiar with for, for small e-commerce companies that got hit hard by the Apple iOS 14.5 update mm-hmm. um, where it's it became really, really hard mid-year last year to target effectively on Facebook and Instagram with ads, and which is where we built things. So um, it wasn't long after our, after we actually taped where we weren't getting nearly the return on ad spend that we were getting previously and you know, a whole bunch of other things, as were thousands of other small businesses. So we were super grateful that this came and you know we got this free airtime to sort of get that engine going again. And now with recognition that helps a ton um and so for for consumer sales that's given that a huge boost and also a bunch of other opportunities sort of related to it um in addition to that we participated in uh, walmart uh, open call uh in june the month after it aired so that was a that was a pretty big deal which uh, i think having the as seen on shark tank had a lot to do with their uh warm welcome of us can't talk much yet about what exactly will happen with that but that was a was a great meeting to have and we had a great meeting um with them so that's good um and then you know we're we've got 
you know, these guys are doing shows all over the place, which are getting bigger and bigger as they go. Um, so that's, I'll just talk, I guess, from the direct to consumer as well as we've gotten a ton of uh, promotional uh, inquiries to use these things as promo items where companies put their, I don't know if I have one here, uh, I don't have one here, we'll put their logo on the backside. Oh, okay. There's like that right there. Yeah. Right. Oh, very nice. Yeah, very, very nice. The uh, look, I mean, we got the whole Walmart thing couldn't have anything to do with their clientele, right? I'm just, oh, yeah. <laughs> just spitballing here. Yeah, of course, not at all. <laughs> uh, what, what about on your front, Jake? Jake? Um, yeah, it's it's Shark Tank has helped with notoriety more than anything. Uh, I mean, people recognize it. They they. Every time uh, that that we're out, they they know what it is now. I mean, not very many, but there's still. I mean, there's a lot, but not very many when you count everybody in the in the in the country. Uh, you know, we're still we're still at the point right now where uh, maybe one out of thirty at a fair outside of our own state would go, "Hey, I know what that is," but. A year ago, it was one out of 200, you know, so uh, it's getting better. And, uh, you know, sales are sales are, are definitely going going better than than expected this time of year. Uh, quarter three is usually a, a, a struggle just to stay stay afloat. And it really hasn't been this year. So that's that's always a nice thing. You know, when you're not having to dip in to uh, to pay the bills in quarter three, you're feeling pretty good about yourself. Yeah, yeah, I would I would definitely think so. I mean, how, also being you know, you guys being able to travel to the different shows in the South where it's warm, even when it gets colder. I mean, I would think the only time that maybe would be slowish would be like January to March. You know, because even in the South, it's not necessarily that warm everywhere. Uh, but, you know, it's not that you're not going to do no sales, just not as much as, say, like leading up to Christmas or through the, the summer or even, or, you know, through the fall, even the early fall, especially in the, in the South and in the spring. So, I mean, it's kind of really all year. I would think it's mostly an all year round thing with with maybe a slump through January through March, depending on, you know, where you're at. Ice fishing. Is a big deal. Uh, so, yeah, I just spent the last uh, two weeks up in Saint, oh, in Saint Paul, Minnesota, and <laughs> luckily, like this was just a roll of the dice. We got good luck, but our episode re-aired the Friday before the Minnesota State Fair, which is the second largest state fair in the country behind the Texas State Fair, but they have the largest attendance per day for any state fair in the country. And for that episode to air right before that started, I mean, normally like what dad just said, you know, maybe one out of every 30 will walk by saying, Oh, I saw you. It was nonstop Joe. It was the greatest show I've ever done. Uh, I mean, all day we were there for 12 straight days, 12 hours a day and thousands and thousands of people walking by going, Oh my gosh, I saw you on TV last week. I just saw you on Shark Tank last week. Like, yeah, you did. You want to buy some chill drills? So, you know, it was it was great. And one of our main focuses is that, you know, we're not trying to sell a product. We're trying to build a brand. 
And Chill and Real is slowly becoming a brand that people love. You know, we're starting to sell more of our merch at shows. You know, I'm starting to bring, you know, shirts and hats, uh, you know, to our te- to our shows, and our hats are selling faster than anything else. I mean, I can't get my dang dad and mom to make enough for me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing you know that's us we're building a brand and yes shark tank definitely helps with that it was you know to say that we're a shark tank company now it's it's incredible and people are people are buying into the good times you know that's awesome that's awesome to hear and (laughs) and it's yeah i mean uh that and that's real i did not know that about minnesota having the second largest uh uh uh, what was what was the term you used for so 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 the texas state fair has the largest overall attendance and minnesota is second to them uh the reason that texas has the higher attendance is because their fair is 23 days long minnesota's is 12 wow and 23 yeah days is a long time i oh yeah no i'm looking forward to that next month i'll whoo that'll be a good time <laughs> um but every day at minnesota they would come and give us a little sheet you know with like the morning you know the daily announcements and stuff like that but they would have you know the attendance on there too from the day before and the the last saturday before before it closed i think they set a record it was over two hundred fifty thousand people for at this thing it was like one mile by two miles of just straight people it was the craziest event i've ever been to and for the love dad please get us like three booths at this thing this year <laughs> That is that is awesome. I you know I uh, I've I've done so many shows over the years where there wasn't that many people you know and then at the whole the people, thing at the whole thing let alone the people that we actually needed to speak to which were like maintenance managers mm-hmm. or um uh, you know uh, municipality leaders and things like that mm-hmm. and it's like maybe a couple of them are like floating through the entire day over like right. you know e- each day um, right. you're lucky to see them and. Uh, yeah, it's it's so I, I've been to I've been to all kinds of like state fairs and stuff when we had we used to sell tractors too, uh, coyote <laughs> tractors and that you know it's you, you just don't it doesn't necessarily get that many people to those events as 4-H fairs and things but man, uh, but that sounds insane. It's a grind. It's a grind, man. It is. And you know one thing that uh, some this one guy said to me that kind of stuck with me. You know I was going through my little sales pitch and. He said, no, I already got a fishing pole. And I was like, what? You only got one pair of shoes, you know, Da-da-da. you know, one of my little <laughs> comebacks to him. And he said, yeah, but I actually got to work for my money. And I sat there. I was like, man, I'm on day eight <laughs> in a row or whatever, 12 straight hours in a building without AC, like 13 hours or so from home, you know, but it's it's a grind, but I love it. And one of the things that I've told my dad and, you know, Chris is one of, like, I know we will succeed because I'll drive corner to corner across the country and work, you know, a hundred hours a week if I need to, to get this product in front of people. And that's what we're doing. You know, Chris, it's like, I don't know how he does it. He's the marketing guru of like this century. And, you know, he's in front of his laptop at all times and is always working dad's always doing the behind the scenes you know and better stuff on top of being a full-time fireman and dad to two other younger brothers that are probably out doing something that is probably illegal i don't know throwing cheese at cars or something (laughs) no i'm sorry oh wait yeah they're scholars they're scholar kids the two (laughs) others i'm sorry i just like to pride myself as like the best kid 
That's what I like to do. <laughs> hey, it's got to be somebody, but, right? <laughs> it's got to be somebody, you know. Someone's got to be the favorite child, and gum, it's got to be me, I guess, you know. <laughs> have you figured out why we have this guy at the shows yet, Joe? Yeah, not even. <laughs> My question to you, you, Chase, is uh, do you have anybody else that goes with you, or is it It can't just literally be you, right? So, I have one other so one my, Tyler. So one of my good uh, friends, Tyler, uh, he was he was a bouncer with me in college. Uh, you know, we were we were roommates for a little bit. We went from throwing people through doors together to now selling chilling rails together. Uh, he was he was working in the oil field uh, back when we were you know after I graduated from Oklahoma State and chilling rails started you know getting a little busier. We started getting some more shows and. Uh, you know, we brought him on to help fulfill orders, help pour all of our pour all of our sinkers. You know, because all the sinkers that we get, we pour mainly. Dad, you know, Dad probably pours about ninety nine percent of them. <laughs> um, so we brought Tyler on to help us with shows, and now we've gotten to the point to where you know, if it's a three day show, for the most part, you know, we'll work them you know by ourselves. You know, Tyler will work a three day show. I'll work my own weekend show. But if it's a if it's a long fair, you know. 12 days, three weeks or whatever, you know, anything longer than that, we'll do them together. And he's about to work the, uh, the Tulsa and Oklahoma city state fairs by himself, uh, because I'm doing the Texas state fair essentially by myself. And they're pretty much Jeez. at the same, same exact time. So you, you know, we're grinding, but at the end of the day, you know, he said he's kind of in the same boat as me. He'll do whatever it takes to not go back to the oil field. And <laughs> I will do whatever it takes to not go back to an office wearing a tie being clean shaven every day so (laughs) (laughs) it it evens out you know the the hours it's it's something that we all got to do you know if you want to be in the one percent you got to do what the other 99 want and we're lucky enough to do something to do you know that with something that we love you know Chris might not be the most outdoorsy guy, but come on, man. We're the funnest coworkers you've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my recommendation is I would get somebody else to come with you to Texas. If it's that big, if it's the oh, largest, yeah. you need – because you can't go to the bathroom. I mean, like – Oh, yeah. No, or, absolutely. Or oh, yeah. Hey, Dad, that reminds like me. anything. Poppy said that he could come work in Texas with me. <laughs> Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta have two people. That's just, <laughs> that just like sounds way too much. Are you gonna be there for for twenty three days straight? Twenty three days. So twenty four. Twenty four. Oh, I guess twenty four days. Woo! <laughs> It'll wow. all be worth it on that twenty fifth day. Yeah. On the twenty fifth day, it'll be worth it. And then after got that, we like got a good points, like hotel points or something to be stuck. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Dad gets them all. but after that we close out the year Uh, we've got a couple shows in vegas uh i'll be doing the the rocky mountain elk foundation show just right above the nfr cowboy christmas and that's 10 straight days and then we've got tyler set up a booth uh at another show going on at the same time i can't remember dad do you know what that is Stetson, stetson country christmas the stetson country christmas and that's 10 days as well so that's you know, oh. we'll be working our own booths for 10 days in Vegas. And, uh, you know, last year at the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation show, we we killed it at the time. We were there for 10 days and we cleared a little over, you know, 10,000 or so. And for us leaving Vegas saying that we made wow. 10 grand after 10 days, we were happy with that because a lot of people go to Vegas and lose their house in three days. So <laughs> we left after 10 and had 10 grand. <laughs> so. so- 
Well, thank you guys. So I don't want to uh, take up too much more of your, your evening here. I really appreciate you guys getting to t together, all three of you, which is usually just I'm lucky if I get the one out of two <laughs> or three. Um, so I appreciate you guys taking the time. You're always welcome to come back anytime at all. Uh, if you want to any last thoughts you want to share and how people can get their own chilling reels. Oh, that's pretty easy. Yeah, either on, on our website, chillandreel.com, or on Amazon. We're on we're both places. Just Google us. Chillandreel.com, or unless you're lucky enough to catch the in-person special at one of the shows we're working, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, go, <laughs> see us in person. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, thank you again, guys. I really – oh, real quick. How did you guys find out about the, uh, about my, the video? About Which what? one? Like I bought oh, video. Your, yeah. your video? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dude, the night we aired, I was just on YouTube go, looking up Chill and Real, just everything, just seeing if there was anything coming up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's how I spent my Friday nights is 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 making these videos. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh wait, one question I gotta ask you though, Joe. Yes. Yeah, sure. Why did the cover picture you have to use me looking like my somebody just kicked my dog? I just look oh. so sad in it. The clicks, man. The clicks. <laughs> the clicks. I get it. I get it. I told him, though, that is exactly the yeah. look on his face after we walked out. <laughs> I was, well, yeah. <laughs> that was the look. I just saw the picture. I was like, I just look like my dog just died. <laughs> well, that's you know you want to look like you know you want to have a, a emotion right it's, it's all about faces and, and right uh, that's that's what it's all to me that's what it's all about so you know whatever the most emotional look is and now i i actually i don't recall what your thumbnail exactly looked like but um did i was there a shark in it as well well if anything that just says that i've got the better face out of the three of us so <laughs> <laughs> you know i'm gonna pull i'm gonna pull up while i'm talking but no i i i, I Try not to look to find ones that are um, make people look dumb or like oh they had like their tongue sticking out or something because like they're huge you know, you're obviously you're three humans here right and uh, <laughs> you know it, you're real people you're not playing characters on the show even if you're playing amped up versions of yourself to to you know because you're on TV that's understandable um, so I, I just think it's really important to uh to make sure that we're you know pulling photo oh yeah there was a picture of uh yeah there was, there was robert and and you yeah and you did look yeah the look of concern <laughs> see the tears in my eyes man it's glistening and that incredible hollywood light at least i look tan though well, <laughs> there you go here here i can share it up on the on the screen here so so yeah so you know, I've also lost 20 pounds since then, though. Woo! Let's go. I can I see my jawline a little bit more. <laughs> you know, melting in the in the heat and all, standing there and hustling the, the chilling reel. I, I, yeah, it's going to happen, man, moving those boxes. <laughs> but, yeah, so, again, thank you guys so much for coming on. It's, it's been an absolute pleasure. Welcome back anytime at all. Uh, so and thank you guys for watching all the way to the end. I greatly appreciate you. Uh, so I'll see you in. Let me let me change the camera here real quick. I'll see you in one of these two videos over here. Take care and go be super. Thanks for having us, Joe. Thanks, Joe.